Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 267. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Welcome to the blogcast. And uh, I am recording this in the future slash past. Um, I am not recording this on my usual day. I will be uh, away from my mic and such. Uh, on recording day, so I'm doing this early. So, you know, if anything, you know, happened in the interim that you're surprised I didn't mention, that's why. Uh, so today's blog cast is, a, is a, let me, I'm just going to go ahead and give you the trigger warning bef- instead of like in the blog, I'm going to give it to you here now. So yeah, trigger warning uh, on some mentions of suicide. Uh, This blog was provoked by the the death of a a friend and um, the brother of a friend. So uh, just in case that's triggering for anybody, please take care of yourself. Please and thank you. So uh, this is called The Intersection of Capitalism and Patriarchy is a killer. You know how certain roads just seem to be extra dangerous? At some intersections, you see heaps of flowers and other tributes to people who were lost there. Governments attempt to put up traffic lights or stop signs, but some of those intersections are just relentlessly dangerous. The places where patriarchy meets capitalism are like that metaphorically speaking, and they seem particularly dangerous for Gen X men. The day I watched the memorial service for my Gen X actor friend, I also saw an obituary for a Gen X visual artist. Both of these tributes paid homage to the generosity of their artistry, the dedication to their crafts, and both seemed to suggest that these men just never really figured out a way to effectively make decent money. To say I relate to this problem is an understatement. I also have never cared much for material things and also have never really solved the problem of capital. And yet I have not even been tempted to throw myself into a river as those men did. I'm not saying this is why both of those Gen X men ended up this way, We can't know that. In at least one case, severe mental illness was also a factor. But I was struck by this commonality between us all and was reminded of the year when I devised a show about money. In having conversations with my peers about money and all the baggage that came with it, I learned that a lot of the men felt an intense pressure to provide, even as they were following their dreams. There was a different quality to their ambitions to make money. Their manhood depended on making a substantial amount of it. They had a little patriarchal demon on their shoulders at all times, demanding that they provide. Or maybe there were two demons, one a patriarch and the other a capitalist, and they just goaded one another along, degrading a man's self-worth until he ended up at that treacherous intersection. The thing is, even though I have a similar relationship to money and success as these guys we lost, 
I feel fairly certain that no one would mention it in my obituary or in a eulogy. As a woman, it's not that big a deal, I think. If I'd managed it, the world might be impressed, but not managing it is weirdly expected. That may be one of the reasons it's not working so well for me. That men have to suffer so profoundly if they don't somehow make capitalism work for them is the intersection with patriarchy. Patriarchy defines manhood and success, and it uses capitalism to keep its men in line. The visual artist we lost sounded like a kind man. He drew hearts in chalk all over the city. There are testaments to how his drawings gave people hope in a dark time. This is a beautiful thing to do. He ought to have been rewarded, honored for his service, given a grant to continue it. But no one gives grants for stuff like that. A grants committee would have laughed such a project out of the room. But he couldn't figure out the unsolvable problem of how to capitalize on a work of service and perhaps saw no way to go on. A project like that is not a commodity. It's not for sale. It shouldn't be. And an artist shouldn't have to starve while he creates things that are truly for the greater good. The thing is, I've known quite a few artists who died at the intersection of patriarchy and capitalism. Some leaned into capitalism and some ran from it, but the result was the same. It's heartbreaking every time. I don't know whether this is a peculiarly Gen X problem or if we ought to start keeping an eye on millennial men now, just in case. Maybe it's just part of middle age. It feels like our generational antipathy to selling out and or working for the man, as well as our propensity for questioning authority might make this intersection especially dangerous for our generation, but I can't know for sure. But I do know that smashing the patriarchy would do a lot of men as much good as it would women. When I fight for the end of patriarchy, I really am fighting for men too. For some of them, it is a life or death situation. Well, yeah, there you go. There's that one. Well, I'm going to tell you a funny thing now that, you know, all our hearts are broken, uh, which is that it is a peculiarly is a really hard word to say. I, I challenge you, listener, to say peculiarly a few times over. I, I, I didn't even, I wasn't prepared, right? Like I was reading along and suddenly I was like, peculiarly. Like, I, I could not pronounce peculiarly, and I'm still, like, I'm, I'm having to be super intentional about it to get it out now or and in the post, which you probably, you may have noticed. I don't know. Peculiarly, okay, I think I've got it. But man, wow, that was surprising. I guess it's not a word I use in my everyday life. So I, it, it tripped me up in a very shocking manner. I was like, what? <laughs> Who knew this word was so hard to say? It's going to go in every single one of my future tongue twisters for show prep because, wow, what a word. Peculiarly. (laughs) Peculiarly. 
I, I wanted to be like super like woo about it, but I, I no can't cannot must say very slowly. Uh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So um, what do I, I so I have a song. I I struggled with this what song to put here. I had a few ideas going, and then I was looking actually ahead a little bit because uh, because I'm going to be out of town a little bit, and. Uh, I, I was looking up songs with child in the title for next week's blog and stumbled across um, Joni Mitchell's Trouble Child, which I was like, oh, actually, this song is going to be much better for this post than anything else I've thought of. Uh, and, and it's, it's a little on the nose, but also not. And one thing I've been thinking about with it is... So I, I discovered the album that has Trouble Child on it, Court and Spark. Um, I must have been around middle school. And um, I, I should look up when this album actually came out because I have this idea that it's, you know, it was a super old album, but it, I'm sure it was not. It's probably only been a few years by the time I heard it. Anyway, I, I listened to this album a lot in a period where I had a lot of friends, middle school friends, middle school girls who, uh, were also at a really rough intersection. And, um, I had two best friends, not simultaneously, but, um, kind of in the space of a few years who ended up in the, the hospital, um, for similar reasons. And it's like, I don't know. It's like the, it's like, there's these like really tricky flexion points. I feel like for girls, middle school might be it. Like, I don't, or maybe I just happened to be surrounded by a lot of people who were going through a rough patch, but like, yeah. And so I feel like for, for my, uh, male peers right now, is where that inflection point seems to be. And I'm sending all of you guys some love because, wow, it's hard for, for everybody. Anyway, I'm going to sing Troubled Child for you. If it's too much, just, you know, skip it. You're probably, you've probably already pieced out by, by this time if this topic is tricky for you. So, uh, thanks for sticking around, everybody, and uh, I'll play a Trouble Child in a moment. Um, yeah, so that song, so the Trouble Child was really meaningful to me when I was in middle school for that reason, and it's meaningful in a different way now. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Social medias are good. Human beings are even better. <laughs> and you can support it with your dollars on patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis or Kofi or PayPal. Uh, also, like people just like take me out for drinks. That's fun, too. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. And um, yeah, so this song here, this troubled child is uh, dedicated to Andy and uh, it's on ukulele. And here's troubled child. Up in the sterilized 
Talk sense to you. Trouble child. 